welcome to the revitalized 60th episode of the non-player character podcast, a video game podcast with character. I am your immortal host, NPC Paul, and we at the NPC podcast have gone through quite an adventure. We have been on a holiday break for, let's just say, a month, uh, and it feels good to be back, but I gotta say, we've been going through a lot. If you uh, didn't notice during our Christmas episode, the NPC Christmas episode, we have uh, had some technical difficulties with a gift that we got from the evil parallel universe version of myself that calls himself Evil Paul. Anyway, uh, we were able to get uh, our hands on our old time machine, which was really kind of him. He gave it to us as a Christmas gift. Uh, but then somebody, I'm not going to name names, but somebody pressed the randomizer button on the time machine console. I will say, and I still stand behind this, who puts a randomizer in a time machine? All right, all right. So we have been hurtling through time and space for what seems like, well... To you, the listener, it's only a month, but for us, it's many infinite weeks. Which means that, among other things, the NPCs are now ostensibly immortal. We have been to the end of time and back. Each of us have lived countless lifetimes together and apart, seen distant stars blink out into nothing, and new galaxies birthed from the inferno of the empty void. But most importantly, we have played every video game we could. And so, with the intro out of the way, let's get to introductions. The man in front of me, the man who started all of this, needs no introduction because of his legendary prowess with the samurai sword in feudal Japan. Sir, what is your name for our listener? It's Master Yeet. Master Yeet. Some know you as Leonard. But we all know you as Master Yeet. Yes, I changed the Edo period to the Yeet period. <coughs> That's amazing. It is. That's amazing. I've conquered, and every slash was with a Yeet. <laughs> well, I mean, from one amazing warrior to one of the most important people in all of time and space, uh, an actual legitimate time cop, like that movie Time Cop, with... Jean-Claude Van Damme as everybody remembers. a time cop. Yeah, yeah, that everybody remembers. But it's Detective Dan. Sir, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm actually on a case right now. Are you? Yes. I'm trying to determine why Master Yeet's shoes here are made by a tape brand. Oh. 3M. 3M. <laughs> that is a good question. Do I need to yeet thy head off? Yes. <laughs> He's a time cop. I wouldn't yeah. do that. You'd have all the time yeah. cops mm. against yeah. you all throughout time. I can you take seven. You cannot beat time. No. Cops. <laughs> I hate you for that. And, of course, Katie is here. And, uh, ooh, okay, so I guess I'll just say the easiest introduction. I know it's kind of weird, but, like, Back to the Future happened to you, like, literally. I almost banged my mom. I know, like, it was like... I almost banged my mom. It was like, beat for beat, Back to the Future. I know what she looked like then. Perfect. She hasn't even really changed, yeah. and I still tried. Yeah. I know, it was weird. And, like, really the only difference was that instead of the 50s, it happened in the 80s, and instead of a DeLorean, it was a Nissan Gremlin. But other than that... Back to the Future literally happened to you. Yeah. That's crazy. I still couldn't kill Trump, though. So, no. So, no. quick question. Do you have a dick? Why or is it like a strap-on? 
So, uh, we're gonna move on to probably the most dangerous person now on our podcast. Have you ever heard of lesbians? <laughs> he is, um, well, he was once known as Kent. Uh, I don't quite know what he wants or likes to be called now, but uh, he is the Battle Dome champion of Yavak 4 in the Crocion system, if I'm getting that right. Um, that was all wrong. I'm, Just your I'm pronunciation, so but it's fine. It's okay. I've killed people for less. I... Oh, um, that that's a little bit scary. But, Kent, how, how you doing? How's I'm okay. Um, so I didn't do this uh, voluntarily. Right. Um, I just kind of found myself in um, that planet. And, you know, I was like, uh, you know, what do I do? So right, um, right. I woke up with uh, a, a roll of 3M tape um, in my left hand. Okay. And in my right hand, um, I had a TI-84 calculator. Oh, wow. I'm like, how do mm. I make this work? Um, okay. Long story short, um, the calculator ended up being digested. Um, and so randomly, I have these bouts where, like, I have, like, a robotic voice. Uh, it just kind of comes out um, for, from the calculator. Yeah. The, no, I, the tape has nothing to do with the story. It's just what happened. Or does it? It's just detail. Right. Um, and then so... Uh, you know, that had nothing to do with me being a, a warrior, but, you know, I ended up pushing through the ranks. Um, wow. Here I am. I have a sponsorship. Okay. Um, nice. Actually, I guess the tape isn't too far-fetched because um, I ended up getting some sweet branding with shoes. Oh, wow. Uh, so, you know, I think 3M shoes are pretty popular with the kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so. Hyper Nikes, I think they call them. Yeah, I mean, that's one way to pronounce it. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad you made it through that sticky situation. Yeah. Wow. So I've killed men for less, remember. <laughs> <laughs> so it has been kind of confusing sorry, for us uh, coming back to the podcast because, like, we wanted to do the podcast. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, since we've lived so long, it was sort of hard to get back into the mindset of doing a podcast. What happened to you? In the third week of... You don't need to worry about it. In the third week of uh, 2020, guys, we're in 2020 now, so um, we had to like kind of revert back and get our I notes. Hated 2020. Yeah, I know. I hated 2022. I lost my arm in 2020. I know. That okay, was. Guys, that I was have weird. good news. I think 2020 is going to get delayed. So. Oh, that's probably true. That's I probably don't know. True. My arm but, seemed cut off by some stupid kid who couldn't dodge. Couldn't dodge <laughs> or fight. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Gotta learn how to dodge. Dodge. So uh, we're gonna start the podcast as we always do, and that's go around the room and ask everybody what they were playing, uh, or let's just keep it in the present tense, I guess. What they have been playing. Uh, let's start off with Katie because I think <laughs> Katie wants to talk about what she's been playing more than anybody else. I think three of us have been playing the same thing. Tbh, we yeah. might as well all go at once. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't want to time that. So, Katie, what have you all three of you been playing? Kakarot. Ah. Carrot cake. Who else has been Who else has been playing Kakarot? Yeah, I've been playing it um, okay. in between my uh, matches. Yeah, yeah. My matches. real, yeah, yeah. And the the Biodome. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and Biodome. The Biodome. I have played it as well. That's awesome. I have played it while I was uh, actually um, training to be Master Yeet. Sweet. That's good. Did you learn from Master Yoshi? Master Yoshi didn't teach me anything. <laughs> he just I sat there shitting everything. eggs. <laughs> uh, so, Katie, how have you been liking it? Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah? That's good. I think I spent four hours as Gohan. <laughs> 
not progressing the story at all. That's cool. And That's cool. I around collecting orbs and then found out the orbs respawn. And I was like, oh, I mean, fair enough. <laughs> all right. <laughs> cool. But yeah, fishing and living and exploring. And it's everything I've ever wanted out of a Dragon Ball game. Nice. I'm glad. Yeah. All right. Kent, how about you? Have you been liking it? Oh, yeah. I've been liking it. Um, you know those like starter packs or like those uh, tweets where it's like, um, this movie or this game without any context and it's just yeah. like several pictures I think like a whole like bucket full of Orbeez would be great <laughs> for that um, you probably don't know what I'm talking about unless you play the game play the game and then you'll know exactly what I, I've, I've seen some people play it and yeah all they do is, is collect orbs yeah. and c- occasionally fish That's and every so now and then many. get uh, interrupted by a robot it trying to kill fishing? them it does have fishing mm. it has baseball Fishing. <laughs> I am kind of interested so in the bad. baseball. <laughs> hey, maybe you collect the orbs and then you base <gasps> baseball them. You baseball, you know, them? baseball them. I know it's yeah. been a long time, but that's not really how baseball works. Well, you know what? Anyway, Leonard, what about you? Have you been liking Kakarot? Yes, very much. How so? Tell me. I have completed the Saiyan Saga. Wow. Hey, and I'm same. barely any further. <laughs> same, I but I am loving it. I'm mainly liking it just because of the fact mm-hmm. that it does keep its originality. Because first of all, if you skip the cutscene before the game brings its menu, you're terrible. Yeah. Because it brings out the whole theme of the game. And I really enjoy that very much because it's more episodic. And that's really cool. And besides the fact that, too, it does give info to little parts of things. I'm not going to spoil it too much because... Yeah. Everyone knows, but even if they don't, right? You right. know, but it's a really good uh, game that I would suggest that someone who doesn't really know the Dragon Ball franchise to jump into. Okay, that's good because I mean it. It does look fun, and I do like um, Xenoverse's fighting style. It's different. It is different. It's so it's it's Cyber Naruto Connect games. actually did the okay. Naruto games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the fighting is different. It's a little weird at first, mm-hmm. and the game in an in a sense, it doesn't teach you the controls. It just says, here's what you can do. Anything else you learn, go okay. ahead. It's okay. like a one-button combo. Yeah. So you just press one button to like do a punching combo. So that right. sounds weird, but there's other ways it flourishes. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's cool. It has the whole episodic thing. It was kind of weird, though, because I finished an episode. I was like, you got to wait till next September or next Saturday at 9 a.m. to play. You know. Re- really? No, it didn't. Oh, oh <laughs> I, I see. That was a good joke. All right. Uh, well, it wasn't uh-huh. that good if you no, had laughed. No, it really so, wasn't. You know. It was I, not I, at all. I just believed you that they would put, like, a time wall. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> it would be, like, an episode of charging up. And then you stop and say, oh, next time on Dragon Ball Z. Next time on Dra- Catch yeah, yeah. it on WB Kids. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Don't make me slice you. Yeah. So uh, I guess I'll go next. I've been suffering from a severe case of gamer ADD. I've been jumping from game to game to game to game to game over the past, like, three weeks. Are there, like, mini games in Apex or something? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have a dating simulator, actually. They do have a dating simulator. <laughs> no. Um, so, uh, yeah, I have been playing my Apex, and they have been doing a, a soiree, which is uh, kind of fun. Uh, these past couple days have been the third-person mode for Apex, and that's interesting it's not my favorite thing i don't like that right shoulder peak uh but i also started playing hellblade senua's sacrifice and oh my god is that a good game um i sort of wish i would have completed it earlier so it could have been a contender for the list we are going to be doing later on in the episode but it is not 
Uh, I've been playing The Sims. I've been playing Titanfall 2. I have been... Uh, I started playing Witcher 3 again, uh, but I only got like an hour in, and I was like, I can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't focus on this right now. So, yeah, gamer ADD, man. It's a thing. Welcome to my world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, I also played this weird game. Uh, now I can't remember what it's called, but it's on the Switch. It's like... It's... Think of Grand Theft Auto, but uh, like the original. Shakedown Hawaii. Shakedown Hawaii. Thank you so much. Um, it is the most sporadic game I've ever played. Uh, they teach you one thing about the game every mission. And those missions last easily four minutes apiece. And then they teach you the next game mechanic. And then the next in each mission. Every... Uh, it's... Imagine if Grand Theft Auto did that. Like, current day Grand Theft Auto, every single thing you can do in that game had an entire mission dedicated to it. And I mean everything. Switching your weapons. Stealing a car. Driving a car. Reloading your weapon. Acceleration. Ex- we'll, we'll teach you how to break in the next exactly. mission. Exactly. This, this is the only problem with the game. Otherwise, it's kind of funny. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. Dan, you're next. Um... <clears throat> well, I went back in time and started playing uh, God of War. Ooh, there yes. we go. The um, original PS2 one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the 2016 God of War. Nice. Or 18? 18. 18. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to remember now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's good. Isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely going to get Game of the Year, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it already did get Game of the Year. Oh, yeah, the same year Red oh. Dead. Wait, is this the same, right like... Decade that Half Life Three released? Or? Uh, no, oh, okay. it wasn't that one. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch. Been getting better at ranked. Okay, um, all right. But people are still potatoes, so <laughs> so they're not playing point. They're yeah, only playing yeah, team deathmatch, yeah, even though it's not team deathmatch. Yeah, two DPS versus dive. You know the normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fun. I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't play Overwatch. Yeah. Um, past that, I've been playing a little. Random things on my Switch. Cool. I've played uh, The Room, which is a nice little puzzle game. Right. Um, oh, I picked up uh, Mutant on the PS4. Sweet. Um, I've played it a good amount. Do you liking it? Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, it is the nicest way of doing XCOM without convoluting the mechanics. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's very like, it's like. Without a, overbearing mechanics. It's like, here's XCOM and nothing else. Just yeah. the combat portion of XCOM, nothing else. In, in a story though. Like, yeah. It's not just like, here's a bunch of menus and systems. And yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't weigh it There's down. no crazy customization. Like yeah. there's like gun stuff that you can do, but there isn't like, you yeah. know, this guy has this stat for this purpose. And yeah. Exactly. It's, it's yeah, just yeah, very. Yeah. Boom. No, this it's is very simple. It's very nice. It's yeah. definitely something to check out on PS4. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not on Switch. Yeah. I made that mistake. Um, but past that, that's been pretty much it. Um, I know I'm going to probably get through God of War. The question is going to be, what's next? Yeah. So. Yeah. What is next, considering how much yeah. is getting delayed? That's why I'm going through the backlog. Yes. So... On that note, we will actually take a break, uh, which, man, taking a break, isn't that weird? I mean, we've been just go, go, go for the past however long it's been, and now we're taking a break. Anyway. I'm going to catch over another period of time. Sure. That sounds good. That sounds good. Anyway, um, we'll be back with news. Right. That's what we did after the first break. News. Be back. Welcome to the very first episode 
the non-player character ASMR. Today on the podcast, I have Dan. He'll be playing some games for us today. It's okay, Dan, you'll get him next time. Leonard. You have to leave. <clears throat> Don't look at her. She won't notice. She won't, she won't see us. Her vision is based on... I can fucking see you. Shit. I'm dead fucking serious. All right. Get the hell Fine. out right, of here. Fine, alright, alright, God. Welcome back, everybody, and it's time for news. I still got it. That was good. Uh, Katie, we're actually going to start with you, because there's a funny thing going on with Destiny, isn't there? Yes. What's going on? There's a community-wide puzzle in the quarters of time that is taking over a week to solve. Wow. Yeah. A puzzle that's taking a very long time to solve in Destiny. Yeah. Wow. It's almost like that's enough content for them, and no matter what the... Because I I assume that the, uh, uh, the community... Is, is totally fine with this taking so long. Well, actually, for the most part, yeah. It's, really? It's a huge team effort. Um, Glad is kind of the forerunner on okay. it. Okay, he's, he's been streaming. He had like a 20,000 sub sub run or sub train Dang. or something close to that. Okay. Streamed himself sleeping earlier today and still had 8,000 viewers. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> because he's been awake for a week. <laughs> Jesus. Like, it got to the point where the official Bungie Twitter account was like, glad, go to bed. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's um, hilarious. Yeah, it, it's been pretty cool to watch. Um, it's especially funny to consider that the week before, there was a an exotic weapon quest that okay. was extremely short. Took no more than a half an hour to complete. Right. And it ended on a funny little, like, you can listen to Saint-14, talk to Shax and Osiris. And it was cool. It was just really cool. Yeah. Um, but... Naturally, it catered to the casuals, and it was just another sign that Bungie is going downhill. Of course. So So they slapped everybody in the face <laughs> with a week-long yeah, puzzle exactly. that still has not been solved, right? Correct, yeah. yeah. Yeah? Do you think that, I know we record this two days early, do you, th- do you think that it will be solved in the next two days? 
I don't know, because for the last few days, they've been saying, oh, we're really close, guys, really close. And Glad just tweeted, like, it'll be solved by morning, probably. I'm, I'm thinking that. And it's like, will it? Will it? I heard the prize is just Zavala's nudes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a hell of a prize, though. Yeah. Guardian. Look yeah. at my ass. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. So uh, we're going to move on to Nintendo news. Leonard, uh, sorry, uh, what was your samurai name? Master Yeet. Master Yeet. Master Yeet, um, what is Nintendo news? Well, first of all, yeah? I brought uh, traditional Japanese drummers to come in and play a melody. Right, right. Well, so, uh, you want to you get them going now? Yes. Okay. By the way, because like diseases no, and stuff. No, they are actually part of my uh, group that stays alive for the rest of their life. That in is that right. How's your name? That is impressive. Yes. Okay, so uh, what is this Nintendo news? So uh, for the Nintendo news, um, there's a politician. It's more gaming news in general, but hey, Nintendo news because Nintendo slow. Politician. What yeah. is that? Oh yeah, like president and senator. <coughs> yes. I don't remember now. I've destroyed <laughs> it's all been a long my time. era. Right. I'm the only one. Uh, but he goes by the name of Joe Biden. Yes, I remember him. Uh, uh, Grandpa Joe or uh, uh, Uncle Joe, that was it. Yes. So um, he was talking mainly about the uh, uh, inferior social media, which is called Facebook, and how pretty much he does not like it. And so mm-hmm. when he got on to that topic, he also talked about video games that's a weird segue but okay yes <laughs> and in which <laughs> kind of non-sequitur there <laughs> part of a quote from a uh, great source called nintendo enthusiasts said aside from that though he has also made his disdain for video games clear with statements supporting extra taxes on violent video games okay and research on their real world ramifications There's so much research already but okay and then in an actual interview that they got from, Joe Biden says, at one point, one of the little creeps sitting around that table, which, by the way, is from the Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. uh, who was a multi, close to a billionaire, who told me he was an artist because he was able to come up with games to teach you how to kill people. You know, the and then the guy interrupts saying, like, video games? And he's like, yeah, video games. Right. <clears throat> so there is so much wrong with what he said, I can't even start a list. Um, Joe Biden has always sort of been the odd one out mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to the Democrats in my eyes. Crazy Uncle Joe. Crazy Uncle Joe. Uh, but this is the first time that I've really heard a Democrat sort of double doubling down on the violence, uh, video game violence and real world. Hillary. Hillary did? Yeah. Hillary did. Okay, well. Hillary was the Hillary. Got it, got it. Okay, well, um, either way, uh, I guess since the 90s, this is is the first time um, that I've heard about it. So it's it's concerning still um, because, yeah, there's a whole bunch of research already out there saying that uh, there is no connection to real-life violence and and video game violence. Yeah, I mean, the thing I got to say is it's like, I mean, of course the timing has no reason for this, like, 
the fear mongering towards parents near election year. Mm. I'm sure, that has no stance at all no, as to no. why any of this goes. Of course not. Every no. fucking election. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's that's the. That's you never hear it. any other mainline or uh, uh, you know first world nation uh, around election time bringing this up or any time bringing this up. Yeah. It's only us. Yeah. I like to imagine they just lost. They suck at the games and they're like, fuck it. You know what's ruining America. Yeah, fuck exactly. it, dude. They just can't get good. Well, yeah, mean, they can't, can't get good. Catch a Charmander. He <laughs> couldn't catch a Charmander and that's it. He doesn't got game like Kent. Kent has game. I mean, to be truthful though, I mean, it is uh, still apparent in other countries. Like Australia has a really bad um, that's true. violence uh, ban on video yeah, games. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, literally all it is is fear-mongering towards parents. Um, mm-hmm. It's, you know, watch your kids, watch your wife, that fucking thing. Hide your husband. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they rape everybody. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's that God, I haven't heard that in so long. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. But that, has no, that has nothing to do with the time machine thing. I'm oh, just no, saying I, I haven't heard there. that in a long time. I went back there. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, of course it's going to be the old fucking politician who... Yeah. Who literally just doesn't understand that times change, yeah, and that people grow and the understanding change, but instead, you know, you keep spouting the same propaganda to simply pass your own views to try and get people behind you. Yeah, it's the same shit that's happened with. Um, there was this other uh, Thompson. Um, this early 2000s, uh, Jack Thompson, Jack Thompson, Jesus. Okay. Thank wow. You. Um, <laughs> that guy has cancer. Um, okay. If, like I spent my whole uh, college career in psychology f- disputing everything he did. That was literally wow. my whole, okay. Everything I did, all my thesis papers Sweet. were on violence and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that. Yeah. That man is full of horse shit and mm. doesn't track facts mm. or anything or understand correlations but anyways <laughs> <laughs> um if you want to get your opinion across um lying and misusing facts are a great way to do it oh, so yeah. any politician who ever says anything just do some fact checking yeah just That's once it. just once so at least bernie didn't say it what else was the <laughs> nintendo news uh well besides that I did have something to say to Joe Biden yeah you know, he's probably sure. listening oh you know, he is definitely listening deities. yeah um all I have to say is uh two words are part of a meme mm-hmm. okay boomer okay boomer okay boomer yeah that's the yeah there's never been a truer statement <laughs> <laughs> um besides that uh everyone re- remembers Smash Bros right oh yeah the great game that probably now maybe ten people are playing yeah. Um, well, more disappointment came from it. <laughs> so to sort of capitalize on what I'm trying to get at, I'll explain it through a live stream that I saw. Okay. So I watch uh, John Witherspoon's son, Many mm-hmm. Recipes. Um, his name is JD, and he is a very big Nintendo gamer. He loves Nintendo. And so he's playing um, the Nintendo Direct on his stream. And watching it, and watching it, uh, we were like, oh, this is going to be great. Like, we know exactly what it's going to be is because a lot of people thought it was Devil May Cry. Yeah. Dante. And, uh, a lot yeah, of people Dante. were saying Dante. <laughs> and then uh, as soon as they revealed who it was, his facial expression explained to everyone <laughs> on Smash Bros. community ever. And that was another Fire Emblem character, which I don't even remember the name. I think it's Robin. 
Nope, Baileth. 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 Whatever. How he brings thunder, thundering in or something, clapping cheeks. I don't know, but just long story short, <laughs> we're all disappointed, and just like my dad, disappointed. Right. No, it, I, I, I mean, I get it. Uh, I am a fan of Fire Emblem, um, but this is a bit too much, yes. guys. They have five now, five Fire Emblem characters. No, not this is uh, eight. The eighth eight. one. It might be eighth or ninth. Eighth, yeah. Christ. Okay, so that is too many. Fire Smash Brothers, or is it Super... Super, it's super Emblem Fighters. Super Emblem super. Bros. Super Emblem Bros. Oh, Melee. Yeah, no. Sisters. <laughs> I have no horse in this race, but I think it is also silly. <laughs> it, is, it is very silly. <laughs> like, I understand, like, because it's, you know, first party, you want to support your own IP. Like, most of the fighters from the Fighters Pack, I guess, haven't been from Nintendo, which is great, that's but true. it's like to it's round Capcom, it off. Rare, yeah. That's yeah, true. but to round off a fighter's pass, like which mm-hmm. most consumers I would assume would be like additional characters. Like I didn't like wasn't there a point when like Snake showed up at some yeah. point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still there. He's yeah. Like is yeah. he okay, now, but like now they have Simon Belmont, so that covers two of the big uh Konami. But that like yeah. those are the kind of reveals that people wanted, like, yeah. you know, from other properties. And I'm sure yeah. it comes down to like licensing and like yes. Sakurai in general seems like the kind of fuck you got mine kind of guy, so which I respect. <laughs> well, I mean, I think he's fuck you. I'm tired as fuck. Leave me the fuck alone is what he is. Cause and then he, he said, "Oh, I'm making six more fighters, and I won't rest until that's done." It's like you're just doing it. <laughs> you like the <laughs> you're abuse. Done. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he is a masochist. Probably. But no, I mean, Katie's 100 percent right. This is like it comes down to licensing, it comes down to money, and it comes down to Fire Emblem Three Houses just came out. And it's uh, their in October. biggest selling and it's one of the Fire Emblem. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It shouts Nintendo yeah. being, no, you need to have one. You need to represent right yeah. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But the thing is, it's like this one more character isn't going to push sales enough. Right. No. no. It could help another IP, though. It Maybe could. like Devil May Cry. Maybe no, the one well, that's one port- porting. I know, but <laughs> that's being yeah. ported over to the Switch at the same time. Hmm. <laughs> Probably would have been a good idea. Yeah, but it's not going to help their sales for their no. IPs. No, that's, no. That's yeah. like, it's going to be the first party. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, we wanted Dante, who's an anime sword-wielding guy who changes weapons on the fly, and we got an anime sword-wielding guy that changes I'm weapons sure on the fly, probably, but it's not thought about in the works. And could be he's Dante. probably going to be yeah, no, season he, pass two. Yeah, but yeah it's, it's, it's just probably it's, season yeah. pass two. And the last one, I swear to God, the last one will be Waluigi. Like I, it better I, be. I still say the la- like when they're all done with fighter passes, Waluigi will be the absolute last the one. Ultimate troll. Yeah. No, but because he's always no. going to be that like he will never that, be that, able that, that to little, the elusive target. The elusive exactly. target. The yeah. meme was good for a while, and especially the fact that he's an assist trophy. Right. It's never going to happen now. That sucks. That sucks. Unless they remove it, which then that would be a big sign. Right. Right. But, Unless you get like Waluigi in his tennis. Yeah. Gear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so now we are going on to Buried the Lead is what we used to call it, and so we're going to continue calling it Buried the Lead. And this one is about uh, delays, game delays. And uh, Dan, did you have something to say about the game delays happening? <sighs> one specific that might hurt you? They all hurt. I don't think <laughs> They all so. hurt so bad. I think he wants to delay it to later. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, so originally... 
Square had announced that they uh, were going to delay Avengers mm-hmm. uh, until mm-hmm. September, yeah. which sucked. Yeah, it sucks. But you know, it's better to have a game that you know that's that's good, right? I mean, and they, especially with that one, I wasn't hundred uh, percent sold on it yet. Exactly. So give yeah, it some. It's more a new time. IP, yeah. so therefore let it bake. Yeah. correctly. It's funny to think that the Avengers as a video game is a new IP, but, but I, I see I what mean, you're the, saying. The yeah, engine yeah. is a new IP. Yeah, like, it's, so yeah. it's a whole new version of the Avengers. Yeah. Um, and Final Fantasy VII got delayed a month, yep. which sucks, but okay. You know That's what? a marketing thing, it sounds like. Well, they're moving it from March to April, mm-hmm. which is closer to The Last of Us, which is not a good decision, so I'm guessing this is a must. Yeah. Versus a market. Oh, I see. This is my saying. opinion. I see. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. For especially for dual PlayStation exclusives. Right. Oh, timed exclusive for PlayStation or right. for uh, Final Fantasy. Um, and the one that hurt the most is Cyberpunk getting moved till September. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> From April to <laughs> September. Yeah. <clears throat> and this is mostly apparently just for QA testing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's like 100% QA testing, yeah. bug smashing, yeah, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I played The Witcher 3 as an early build when it first came out, and Roach was a nightmare. I'm sure. Um, and that was, I believe, actually a delay. Yeah. Um, For Roach? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Because it was, it, was unpli- it, it was unplayable. It was still super weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> Roach is a crazy, crazy oh, character it was really, in that really, game. really bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, he would run into horses, uh, horses, uh, trees. Yeah. Every five seconds. Cool. Yeah, it was really unplayable. Oh. Um. But yeah, so I imagine they're having the same thing and they, whatever tree pathing they go down with Cyberpunk, there's got to be something that's got to be on. something. So yeah. I think that's, that's a must. Okay, okay. Yeah. There's well, something I wanted to mention when it comes to game delays. Sure. And that is the news that apparently for CD Projekt Red, it is creating more crunch on the developers than, than you would think. Yeah, there was a statement because they were asked about um, would this mean crunch, and they said uh, crunch is probably going to be inevitable. Yeah. Okay. They're asking employees to stay overtime. They're having them come in on days off, things like that. And it's just it's it's interesting to think that even though a game is delayed, you would think like, oh, this gives them good developers more time to like mm. kind of relax and fine tune things, and that's not necessarily the case. No, I mean crunch is it's inevitable. I mean there are other jobs where there are certain windows of time. Where crunch just happens because that's that's life, and it does right. suck, but it is definitely something that the industry needs to keep an eye on before it becomes problematic. Right. However, in the gaming industry, the one thing that I have a problem with, and this is always the case uh, until they fixed it eventually, um, but until that point, um, these people that are being asked to stay are probably contract workers, which means that they don't get some of the benefits that the full-time employees would get. Um, They're a Polish company, so I don't might be a different, know. Yeah, might be yeah. a different situation, or it might be a worse situation. We in America do have one of the best uh, like labor markets in the world, but that's not saying that we are the best, but we're certainly not the worst. So maybe Poland is better. Uh, we don't know. I don't know Polish law offhand, um, but uh, yeah. Union. Union. They need a union. Everybody, everybody does. Yeah. Everybody I mean, does. the pressure on Cyber uh, CD Project Red has got to be immense. Everybody it's, has been hearing how good The Witcher Three is. Not only that, not only from the gaming public, but yeah. also from the Polish government themselves, considering mm-hmm. that they lent uh, CD Project Red money to make this game. Yeah. yeah, which is an interesting 
concept well, the, in and of itself. Poland is getting so much publicity yeah. and so much just recognition. I yeah. mean, The Witcher for, alone is getting reprints of the books because people um, are playing read the game. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, read not it. just playing the game; they're watching the show. Oh, that show! Yeah. yeah. Oh man, was amazing. It had the perfect ending. Anyway, um, yeah. So it is a bummer that all these games are getting delayed, but there are a lot of games that got delayed. A whole lot of games that got delayed. Do you want to know how many? I want to know how many, Ken. Because I think it's like five, maybe six. Well, this is uh, 2019. So uh, Last of Us. 2019 to 2020-ish. Yep. So Last of Us got delayed. Animal Crossing got delayed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not recently, but like, you know, this is including the ones just in total 2019. Uh, Metroid Prime. That one just got scrapped and then remade. (laughs) They're like, uh, here's a logo. Um, Here's some art assets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Right. Um, Rainbow Six Quarantine. Yeah. All of of these Ubisoft titles. Pretty uh, much all of Ubisoft got delayed. Uh, Thanks to Breakpoint. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shenmue 3 got delayed. And And still didn't come out great. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The Gods and Monsters, like I was saying. Uh, Grid. Didn't Elden Ring get delayed? No, they just straight up just was like nothing. (laughs) (laughs) That flusters me so much. It's just like, we know, like, they're like, oh, like, okay, uh, it's this game with uh, this guy that's writing the story, and then it's going to be this type of game. George R. R. Martin. Goodbye. Yeah, (laughs) George R. R. Martin. Um, But I think that's kind of smart, and that's part of what I was thinking, too, is that it could create crunch, especially if you give a date. So I think it's kind of smart if you don't give a date, like Watch Dogs Legion. Also, given the ending of season eight for Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones they I would want to separate myself yeah, yeah, from yeah. It until people settle and then yeah. be like, that wasn't right. him. Yeah. So, yeah, because, yeah, like, uh, but anyway, you know, if you give a date, then if you don't meet that date that was already a delay, then people are just going to be pissed. Right. So, if you don't give yourself a date and just kind of say, which. Is something we're seeing more now, like um, Skywalker Saga, Lego games, yeah, Lego games, no date, Elden Ring, no date, Gods and Monsters, no date, um, Watch Dogs Legion, anything no from date. Bethesda, no date. Yeah, I, it's smart because uh, if you're like uh, Cyberpunk, just like, okay, well, it's coming out September, you don't make that September dateline, and it's a bad game, like it's buggy that September, people are going to be like, what the fuck? What, yeah. Why did we wait? Um, yeah. that hurts. Well, we're at an interesting period in time, and that's why. Yeah, um, definitely. PS4 or, to PS5. Exactly. And then they're um, saying, we're not going to make a next-gen release for Cyberpunk. Yeah, well, so. it's about making it out in time is the other thing. Because yeah. like, mm-hmm. if you make a PS4 game and the PS5 comes out, you turn into Assassin's Creed Rogue. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is a fantastic game. <clears throat> yep. Beautiful. And no one played Completely it. overlooked. No one yeah. played it because, what was it, Assassin's Creed? Four. Four. Black Flag. Black Flag. Yeah. No, it was yeah. Unity. No, no, you're right. It was Unity. Oh, Unity. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. which yeah, yeah, you liked it, Dan. Yeah. But uh, no one else did. Which was super I cool. Played it. I didn't just watch it on YouTube like hey, I played it too, and I fell through Notre Dame three times in a row. Oh, no. I just didn't like the story. Hey, That's Unity fine. was good. <laughs> no, it can wasn't. I, Thank you. Can I just say how cool it was? One of the coolest video game things to ever happen is that Rogue ties into Unity and at the end. Also, yeah. Like, that's just, cool. that's super cool. I love it when games do that. It yeah. tagged into yeah. 3, 4, and I think Rogue. But yeah, anyways. Yeah, anyways. Um, yeah um, but, but yeah, it's that thing. Is So these are big products. They're productions that cost millions and millions and millions of dollars that will potentially tank 
if it doesn't make this window. Yeah. So not only do you have to create buzz forum before the release, which means a release date that needs to be announced to compete with the other games that are coming out. Because if you don't have a release date, not even basically a window other than the year, right? no one's going to care. No one's going to pay attention to you. Nope. But if you have a ticking time, like a clock that people can notice to go, okay, I need to be prepared yeah. for April. Yeah. Because April is going to be the last of us. It's going to be... You know, oh, cyberpunk. God, I hope it is going to be the last of us. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know that. You can build the anticipation. Right. If it's just a, it's this year. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. And so that that's the thing. Is it's We're at a very sensitive time period because there's a big ticking clock for a lot of companies. Right. I'm not even done with the list. Yeah. So, <laughs> so before, before we go to break, I actually want Kate yeah, yeah, to finish okay, this list because it is intense. Uh, there's Grid. Uh, there is Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. That got um, delayed a lot. Yeah. Uh, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep got delayed. Yep. Um, By a month. Yep. Spelunky 2. Skull and Bones, which disappeared. Uh, that yeah. is the um, Black, flag. Black Flag, but yeah. MMO. Yeah. No. Oh, oh right. yeah. yeah. But PvP. Right. PvP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally PvP forgot about that. PvP. I was actually thinking about that the other day. Yeah. Yeah. The Sea of Thieves that I wanted to play. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the Sea of Thieves that I do want to play, like, straight up. Yeah. And then there's the 13 remake um, by right. Microids. That got delayed just to 2020. And if no one knows what 13 is, look it up. It's mm-hmm. in Roman numerals, and it is a good game. And it's a good comic, too, which is the original source. I did not know. Mm-hmm. And now i got to find the comic. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's these are just the ones, like, the major ones that yeah. were publicly announced. These aren't the ones that are smaller, double-A uh, games, indie games. So, you know. Yeah. Everybody's getting lot. delayed. It's delay season. And it sounds about right. I mean, we're in a rush period. Yeah, yeah, we're in rush period. We're straddling a generation, which is something huge. So, like, we'll probably be seeing a lot more of this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll probably be seeing a lot of games releasing before they're done. I imagine a lot of half-baked. Which we have for the longest time now. But even more so now. Yeah. Yeah. Which is sad, but that's that's just how it's going to be. So we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back with the top five of the decade, which the decade we are looking at is, let me check my notes, 2010 to 2020. Remember 2010 to 20, guys? Yeah. 10 to 20, got your notes? Cool. So we will be back. Welcome, welcome. My name is Danny de los Monstros. I'd like to invite you to a brand new podcast that I like to call Dazed and Disturbed. Can we panic now? There, my friends and I will talk about a range of topics from sick and disgusting to fun and amusing. All this while participating in... uh... (sighs) If you catch my drift. You can find the podcast at www.silvertongueaudio.org or wherever podcasts are being casted out these days. I hope to see you there. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to lie down. Bye. 
Welcome back, everybody, and it's time for the topic. And this topic, we are talking about the top 10, no, excuse me, top five of the past 10 years. Did I do that right? Yeah. I think I nope. did that right. Yeah? No? But let's just continue. Let's on. just continue anyway. <laughs> so uh, I want to start off, actually, with uh, my top five. We're going to go around the room, naming our top fives, then top fours, then top threes, then top twos. In then we're going to end on top ones in order. Um, but actually, no. I want to start with the worst. The worst of the worst in the past 10 years. And my worst of the worst is Last of Us. Hmm. Fuck it, dude. It's a horrible <laughs> game. No. Just turn the off button. Yeah, just the off button. <laughs> Delete, unsubscribe, they're done. No, sorry. My last one, of course, is No Man's Sky. That game hurt me. To my core. It hurt my soul. It hurt my expectations. I I am now, because of that game, a person who will wait for reviews to come out for some games. Can you believe that? Like, some games I know that I'm just going to get day one, Last of Us 2, etc. But now I have to think about it. You're scarred. Because of No Man's Sky. I used to not be that guy. See, I, you see the worst. I see the best. It oh. made you a better person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it did. Yeah. It gave me a scar on my heart. Yeah. And that hurts. And that's where you grow. Usually exactly. people do that to me. It's like, this time a game did that to me. Well, and that hurt. You could like go into a dance thing. You could be like, No Man's Sky saved me 450 US dollars. <laughs> 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 sounds like a recovering addict. Sounds it's, like a recovering I mean, addict. Okay, I kind of see what you mean. I kind of see what you mean by that. Because uh, I can't remember what the game was called, but uh, Tim Schafer's company was working on it. Double Fine was working yeah. on it. Uh, I can't remember what it was called, but I bought into it on Steam Greenlight. And I was really looking forward to it, and it was a pretty fun game. It was like a star-based uh, game where you got to make your own starship, and it would fly around and, and visit other uh, uh, systems and other starships. And uh, hundreds of people have done it better and uh, since then. But I was looking forward to Tim Schafer's take because he's a he's a it's good. Tim it's Tim Schafer. Uh, but the game was straight up canceled, like 100% canceled. And now I don't buy Steam Greenlight stuff anymore because of that game. So, like, that same sort of mentality sort of carries over into No Man's Sky for me. And, and it hurt me. It hurt me. Leonard, what was your absolute worst game in the past 10 years? Um, I did a lot of thought process on this. Okay. Because I, I really thought about because there was I was actually going to go No Man's Sky because it had a good presentation. It looked amazing and then just flopped. The lies. But the game that actually really got me was Apex Legends. Ooh, really? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I When I first played the game, it came out as a good start. I was like, okay, this is different for the Battle Royale scene. But then just after like playing it over and over, I was like, you know, it's it's almost like the same old thing, but it's just not hooking as much. Okay. Like, I mean, granted, I never really played PUBG, but I did play H1Z1. Right. Which, for me, I kind of call that as, like, the starter. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, like, that game was good. You can see where they had their greatness and then their flaws. But just Apex is like, I have to pay, play, like, maybe 50 to 70 matches just so I can get another skin. 
or yeah. anything for something. No, I mean, I yeah, I, I, I can see that. I can see that. I, I don't it's like It's funny because it. Apex Legends is on my list of top five, but that's fine. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, I, I, I can see where you're coming from. It is definitely uh, a different take on Battle Royale, um, but uh, I'll, I'll speak more on that later. Uh, but, no, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. It does Yay. hurt. And Grab it's not Titanfall 3, which a lot of people... <laughs> <laughs> Kent, I was the same way. <laughs> All right, Katie, your worst. <laughs> Awkward. Uh, I was going to say Apex Legends as well. Oh, Jesus, this hurts. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, Mostly because it's a boyfriend stealer. Also because... <laughs> 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 okay, okay. <laughs> Also, I just feel like it hasn't done enough to shake up Battle Royales, and it's just kind of another example of what's problematic of the gaming industry. Something is popular, and something else has to come along and beat it into the fucking dirt. No, I get it. I mean, it's... it's, I'm tired of it. It's certainly certainly, um, playing it safe, let's say. I was going to say Anthem, but, like, uh, honestly, my expectations were so low anyway that I don't even know. Uh, I I get it. I get it. I I figured you were going to say Mass Effect. Uh, oh my god yeah no that's like that one hurts that just broke my heart yeah but, yeah no, but then again to... like at least with with mass effect they were able to patch out some of the bad uh animations and they did their best <sighs> on on making sure. it good they just you know didn't do great on a story or on right. campaign or the conversation system or the combat system or the, the or anything anything yeah no. the jump was nice it was a good jump yeah it was a pretty good jump <laughs> it was a really solid jump in that yeah. game but yeah no apex legends <laughs> boyfriend stealer doesn't do enough to innovate the battle royale formula all right all right it's boring well i have a feeling i know what's happening but uh dan what was your well, worst game of the year i mean 10 years it would be me. easy for me to say like anthem and you know go down that road just because right you know but we, honestly with anthem i got some enjoyment. I got some enjoyment. Okay, a couple I, hours, yeah. I played through the whole thing. It actually had a story and an ending. And I feel like there was closure in it. And okay. It, it reached its its potential. It touched the cockles in your heart. It did. <laughs> <laughs> cockles, good one. This one, on the other hand, like it's so close to being good. Yeah. So close. But it was just not. It was just not. What, what yeah. game is that, Dan? Uh, Apex Legends. Like, it's... I don't know, like... You know, we, me and you have this conversation a lot, Paul. We, we talked about it, just like the shield mechanics, the characters. Like, it's so close to being good. No, I get it. Yeah, but time to kill, man. Time to kill. Time it takes, to, it's yeah. exactly. Like, it, it's like they keep trying to copy other, like, Battle Royale games, but not fixing it and being what it could have been. When Apex Legends launched, it was, like, on the news. It was, like, this on fire thing that was going to like revolutionize and take over and kill Fortnite they, they couldn't because they just dropped the ball mm-hmm. so you know mm-hmm. like you talk about with No Man's Sky breaking your heart right Apex was that for me was it just I get it, it yeah. could have been okay and it just ended up this smoking pile of trash <clears throat> okay alright so um <clears throat> Kent alright uh Kent what uh what was your uh <laughs> Worst game of the past ten years. Ten past ten years. So many bad games to choose from. 
I could think of like easily seven off the top of my head. Um, I mean, Fallout 76 came out in the past 10 years, so we haven't even mentioned that one yet. Um, Kent, what was your worst game of the past 10 years? I feel my TI-84 calculator just coming up, but... Uh, Apex Legends, because uh, A, you can't play as big anime titties. Um, Also B, fucking Titanfall 3, dude. What? Like, there's no Titans? Come on, dude. That fucking pisses yeah, me off. Yeah, they have a Titanfall engine right. without Titans. I mean, they exactly. said that they that tried makes to no put sense. Titans in it, and it didn't Yeah, but we don't work. have Titanfall 3. But that's no. the thing. Yeah, so it's that's not a Titanfall 3, okay, and you well, get a I mean, robot that's not that big. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. Um. <clears throat> okay, but <laughs> for real, though, <laughs> if I need to say <laughs> of the decade, uh, you know that game, uh, Right to Hell Retribution, dude? Fuck that game. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that game. <laughs> That's 2013. Like, <laughs> oh Fuck God. that game, dude. Okay, I thought that. I thought. Oh, yeah, I guess it was 2013. <laughs> this is yeah, 10 years of, of uh, games, and you guys all pick the same game. Totally fine. Um, <laughs> just despite me. That's okay. That's okay. Um, this is where the show ends permanently. <laughs> it no. wasn't despite you. My legitimate. My complaints are legitimate. Yeah. No, I get it. It stole me away. Mine weren't. I, I just want to play video games with you, and all I ever hear is, well, I'm playing with Trevor and Noah. <laughs> Apex. Sh- shout out to Noah. What's up, Noah? <laughs> so, um, okay. Okay. Well, um, what about you, Paul? Hmm? Oh, wait. You're I already, already put my yeah. No Man's Sky in. No. And, <laughs> and now I'm going to say Overwatch, just because. <laughs> 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 no, Overwatch is a great game. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's go on to the to the actual list that we want to do here instead of joking around, huh? How about that, huh? Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna start off with my top five. Um, it wasn't in order at first, and then everyone came to the studio today and said, "Oh, it's not supposed to be in order." I put it in order, and I was like, "Ah, shit!" I Mine's put in order. Mine in order. Yeah, yeah. So now I got to put mine in order. Uh, my top five game of the past ten years was God of War. Okay, but are you going from five to one? Five to one. one. To five? We're going to five to Wait, one. Wait, so God of War is number five? Number five, God of, God of War. He's well, still you, salty about the game of the year. Shut up. Yeah. I'm not salty about game of the year. Yes, you are. I'm a little bit salty about it. Exactly. I'm a little bit salty about God of War. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, to be real, God of War is one of the most innovative action-adventure games I ever played. Um, just because of the no-cut thing, like the camera takes no cuts, um, it looks like uh, The Revenant, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, It is gorgeous. All of the set pieces are amazing. And the uh, world eater, the snake, the giant snake, when that thing comes up, like I had to like lean back from my TV like that. That was cool. That was they do scale. Studio Santa Monica does scale better than any other studio hands down. Yeah. When oh, Ever since all those dragons. God of War one. Yeah. Yeah, they did a great job. They did a really, really good job, and that's just on the visual side. On the mechanic side, I really liked it. Um, I'm still having the same problems with animation that I have always had with animation. In that, like the stuttering, the weird, like turning around 180 degrees in less than one second sort of things that like happen because it's a button masher. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how it happens that's how it has to look so that the combos actually happen in game but it's a very video gamey thing that sort of takes me takes uh, uh me out of it and considering what else is on this list i i can't really fault god of war uh for doing that 
but one of the best stories, not the best, but one of the best stories I ever played. Um, and yeah, God of War. And if five. you haven't seen Raising Kratos, go watch it. Yes, go That's watch Raising awesome. Kratos. It's Fun so YouTube. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I I felt for uh, what's I can't remember his name now. Corey Corey Borlaug. Corey Borlaug. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, fell for that guy. I always want to see Balrog. Balrog. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, Leonard, you're next. Number five. Number five for me, uh, definitely a indie game I talked about when I first came on the show. Sure, uh, Papo and Yo. Mm. I right. really like that game because that was the first time I really ever did an indie game. It got me into other indies, yeah, um, <clears throat> such as Journey and Flower yeah, yeah. and. But uh, it's a gateway that was the first indie one. game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was my gateway drug. Yeah, um, but yeah, it definitely got me into the whole indie game crowd and it really told a beautiful story like i said i'm not trying to spoil it for anyone oh yeah if they do want to play it no that's an experience it has a real world um coming home action to it that's good where it's like it hits you and you're like wow yeah that was probably one of the best and i still say um it definitely deserves like one of the best game games awards in my opinion yeah yeah because the mechanics the story and that they didn't really have to speak or say anything. And the fact that it really did make you think instead of making it feel like it's just an easy, like, okay, you do this to do this. Right. It had some interesting, uh, because it was a 3D uh, 3D platform. Yeah, 3D platform puzzle, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I actually talked to the guy who made that. Um, It's actually based on his life growing up. I want to hug him. Yeah, yeah, it's very rough listening yeah. to some of the stories on that yeah yeah it's definitely an interesting and very heartfelt experience yeah, yeah. With, with a yeah. game like that um and other indie games uh this is usually where you find this other indie games like this uh when the story is so closely tied to the creator or creators um it really shows through the work like yeah. a thousand percent through the work um one of the games that i uh tried out i haven't finished it yet i gotta go back is uh, uh that dragon cancer or that Ooh, whatever yeah uh yeah that anyway one. yeah yeah it's it's a very emotional game uh because it's about his his the the designer's kid going through leukemia uh treatments and things like that and it i mean it's as sad as it sounds so i mean it shows through the game and when when an indie game can do that um yeah no i get why that's on your list for sure mm-hmm. katie number five Number five. Um, does okay, I don't care. It's counting. I'm making it count. Okay. Um, the Taken King expansion from Destiny. Okay. Okay. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It completely overhauled how Destiny 1 was played. Yeah. And it overhauled, for me, my opinion of like MMOs and well, yeah. first person shooters as an MMO light. Right, right. I mean, it restarted uh, the conversation of Destiny and, and what that looks like. Yeah. Like, I yeah. mean... I, House of Wolves kind of tried. Yeah. But, I mean, I would say not until Taken King. Yeah. Was it like... And and House of Wolves was playing it safe for, yeah. for Destiny. It didn't yeah. change anything. It just added something that honestly maybe it should have been in the game. The yeah, and, and but, yeah, it. no. Taken King kind of, like, gave it more of a narrative, more of a yeah. streamlined narrative that we desperately needed. Yeah, yeah. And I will say, um, I know Destiny's probably going to be on your list somewhere, so maybe I'll, I'll save it. I'll, I'll save it for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dan, Dan, number five. <sighs> Stuck between two, but okay. I'll actually just go with my original answer. Okay. Um, so 
I did my list a little bit different. I am not doing games that I enjoy, <laughs> but games that I think were significant to the industry over the last ten years. Sure, that that makes sense. So my number five is actually Angry Birds. Wow, that is true. Um, that is true. There hasn't been a game that's pretty much revolutionized a whole new demographic of gamers. Oh no. Yeah. Since Angry Birds. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, it, it created movies. Yeah. And it like, is breaking the rule a little bit. It launched in December of 2009, though. But. Yeah, no, People got yeah. on to it in 2010. Yeah. 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 I'll take but it. it. Exactly. It basically kickstarted the mobile gaming industry. Yeah. Really into gear and pushed it to what it is. It became the, the snake. Of, you know, modern electronics. Snake is in the Nokia. The Nokia. Nokia yeah, game yeah, Snake, the, not yeah. Snake yeah. Plissken. Google it, kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, I, I I find it weird that if you took uh, your list out of context, uh, number five would be Angry Birds. But the fact that you're talking no, my about... my whole list is no, I, very... Yeah, yeah, out of context, your list would probably piss a lot of people off. Yeah. But um, with the context of, of, of revolutionizing games, yeah. Like Angry Birds for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like they're terrible movies, but goddamn, they made movies from them. DreamWorks. Yeah. DreamWorks made movies from them. Yeah. I mean, coming from an age when games were not as popular as they are now, mm-hmm. like it's easy to forget how far we've come. Yeah. And especially ten years ago, a, a movie based off of a video game was still not, you know. Yeah. It was either a Blomkamp film or. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or slightly better than a blonde campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Kent, number five, your last one. For so, you know, this list was pretty hard. Uh, just especially like uh, just going. Well, back your all worst the way to the game decade. wasn't very hard. You picked that one quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It was uh, like it was planned. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> so for my number five, I was thinking about things that were um, not necessarily like Metacritic or like the best technically not going or whatever. For score, right? No, I'm going for stuff that's like personal, like what I was just like. This resonated with me. This had a big importance in my life, and I just can play this forever. Sure. So for my number five, I chose Dark Souls Two. Uh, which is a very interesting choice because if you are even a little bit integrated with the Dark Souls community, two is the black sheep of the family. Right. Um, that's just the one. It's a critically acclaimed game, but just everyone's like, oh, you know, you played that one. <laughs> um, it's a great game, though, uh, just because it is very different, um, you know, because Dark Souls 3 is pretty much one and one is pretty much Demon Souls. Uh, two is very much its own kind of thing. Um, and it was at a point where my best friend and I, uh, in high school just, uh, didn't talk as much cause we were just busy with like different classes. He was in band and stuff like sure. that. So, yeah. you know, um, that summer after we were just like, you know, let's, uh, let's just do more stuff together. So what we did is we stayed up like all night, we bought dark souls and we just, every time we died, we would just pass the controller and just played for hours on end. And it wasn't until like five or six hours later or like a whole day pretty much uh that we realized that there's a lock-on feature so we were just <laughs> no locking on just like sprinting out and trying to like kill people and then we get surrounded but nice. uh, it's just a fun game the soundtrack is great um the imagery is some of the strongest of the game um it's just again something that um for such a hollow and you know empty game it you know has that visage of it's uh 
it holds a special place in my heart. So that's nice. That's sweet. I like where you're going with that, Kent. Yeah, and, I mean, as far as Dark Souls games go, like it did have the most re-releases, <laughs> right? Dark Souls Two, Dark Souls Scholar of the First Sin, mm-hmm. Fire Fades Edition. Yeah, yeah, like, the Switch Edition. Yeah, Switch yeah, Switch, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, wow. Yeah. I mean, longest li- uh, uh, living Dark Souls for sure. Yeah. yeah. Ironically enough. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're moving on to number four, and number four is Apex Legends for me. God damn it, Apex Legends! It got me into mul- multiplayer gaming again. It made me love the battle royale thing it was good it was hero based and i thought it did it better than overwatch or yeah overwatch ever did and i like it and it's drip feeding content is sort of the way that i i don't mind with with online gaming everybody can everybody can Every suck it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, that and I'm speech. the kid because I play Fortnite. <laughs> uh, that has a kick ass soundtrack, though. Uh, which one? Uh, Apex. Apex? Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I mean, could listen they to do. Titanfall 3. <laughs> stole it from Titanfall 3, yeah. I'm just going to get out of here. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I kind of agree. Now that I've started playing Titanfall 2, I'm sort of disappointed that uh, Apex sort of won so hardcore. Uh, that so maybe Titanfall Titan 3 Fall got pushed back. Maybe should have been your number four. No, because it's not... Uh, I haven't played the multiplayer. I've only played the single player. Um, and the Battle Royale thing, hero-based, is really, really good. It's all about movement, and I love that it's all about movement. Mm-hmm. Um, Question. So, yeah. yeah. Is The Last of Us on your list at any point? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, uh, so... Uh, <laughs> uh, I understand that this isn't... It doesn't have a very good story, or it's not a very deep story, or whatever. But what they have been giving us, I have enjoyed. Uh, the feel of the game is what I look for um, in, in first-person shooters, and this one gives me the best feels. That has a lot of passion in it. Yeah, it know. does. It's one of those games that you know the developers actually like their game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and those... I, I like I like how it was just like, hey EA, we've made a game, it's out right now, fuck you. Like, <laughs> and then it was a huge success, and EA was like, shit, okay, well, there you go. I mean, say what you want about EA, but I mean they let them release it. So. Yeah, they let them release it. They let them do what they wanted yeah. to it. And I, know, I always got the impression that this was like, hey, uh, so Battlefront 2 is tanking. We need good publicity. Go with that game. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. 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 No, it was at that like, point. Just do it. Yeah, just no, no, no. It wasn't Battlefront. It was Anthem at that time. Oh, yeah. Anthem. Anthem. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, okay, so that was my number four. Kent, we're actually going to go the other way now. Oh. Kent, give me a number four. Uh, let me double check. <laughs> he wasn't ready. <laughs> Surprised you. Okay. Uh, so, my number four, uh, just, it's on this place because uh, it was something actually I played recently, but I did finish it before the decade was out. Okay. Uh, uh, Devil May Cry 5 ah. is my number four. Uh, just because, hot damn, that is the coolest game I've ever played, hands down. Mm. Uh, that just bleeds... Uh, just style and like it doesn't care it's not trying to be cool like oh you know this is the demographic we want to do it's like no this is like a the like game designers yeah Yeah, it's like all the game designers uh, artists everyone is just like inside jokes like yeah yeah let's do that Uh, the gameplay is absolutely smooth um, and playing through all of the other Devil May Cry's to get to that uh, just made it a little bit more special, okay. you know, because yeah. you know I'm going through one, two, three, four, and it's just like, 
all right, we're building up to this. And yeah. I can see why. Uh, I mean, I'm thankful I didn't have to wait, like, what, 10 years or something in between yeah, gaps? It was a long time. For like 10 years in between three and then four and then four and then five. Yeah, it's like, yeah, Jesus no, it Christ. It's been forever. Yeah. 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 Um, and then they had DMC in the middle of that. Yeah. 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 Which it wasn't I even. It. <laughs> it wasn't even them. I was Team Ninja. Right, yeah. right, right. But, uh, you know, it's a great game. Um, it's a game that. Uh, is actually really refreshing to see in this day and age that I kept the soul of its game um, instead of just being like, okay, let's modernize it. Let's change it up. They did in graphics and then making it more like, you know, removing like the limited camera angles and stuff. Um, But aside from that, it was like, no, we're doing what we want to do. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's my number four. There you go. Dan, number four. Number four. Um, So like I said, mine's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, so originally I kind of looked into some of the things that were going on with the industry and some of the games that had kind of kicked off things that just be, kind of become standard. Sure. Uh, one of the big things is you know, DLC and the infamous hor- horse armor from oh, yeah. Oblivion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but one thing that most people don't kind of pay attention to now. That horse armor did look cool. I don't know. No one ever talks about that. Yeah. Oh, they still do. <laughs> well, um, not how cool it looks, though. They they talk about how much of a ripoff it was, but not how cool the DLC actually was. Yeah, but that actually kicked off into what we now know as the season pass. Yes. And if you guys know where that came from, it'd be quite surprising. Oh. The first game to actually launch with the season pass was L.A. Noir. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah. What? Really? LA Noir and then a month later right. Mortal Kombat. That's right, because LA Noir had their uh their packs. What the fuck was wow. it? Wow. It was just other mysteries. Yeah, it was packs. literally just other mysteries and that was it. What? Yeah. Well, I said it was Grand Theft Auto. Fucking LA Noir? What? Are you serious? Yeah. So, number four is L.A. Noir. Noir. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> well, I will say that uh, they reinvented what we thought we meant when we said Uncanny Valley. That's true. Yeah, but, I mean, if you look at the way the marketplace is, we talk about the fighters past with uh, Smash Brothers, which we still mm-hmm. talk about. People still get them, but that concept of, like, microtransactions was actually revolutionized. By Ellie Noir. Fucking Noir. what? I don't understand. I legitimately don't. <laughs> I don't believe you. Yeah. Like I believe Mortal Kombat. I legitimately don't. Ellie Noir you. did it like a I month before Noir. Mortal Kombat. That's insane. That's insane. <laughs> so Call of Duty got it from Ellie Noir. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's smart, though. Let's not yeah. argue yeah. that. I told you before we started this, I was like, I'm going to be doing a lot of research on this one. Yeah, yeah. And that's a weird one. That's that's a weird one. Um, yeah. Okay. Cole uh, Phelps, Katie, I know. I hope you're ready. <laughs> Sorry, I think I killed Katie. You might have. That, <laughs> that was... Uh, He's so bad. <laughs> believe this oh my god uh, do you want to do Lenore. four katie yeah all right yeah, hell uh, yeah. what's number four Fucking warmind warmind <laughs> from destiny 2's expansion wow why am i not surprised i know okay listen i really like destiny yeah i wonder I what number do. one is shut the fuck up <laughs> anyway warmind <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. But like, what the fuck? So, 
Warmind. Uh, no, I get it. It was uh, it was on Mars. We hadn't seen Mars in quite a long time. It was a really cool story. Uh, Anna Bay. It was Anna more Bay destiny. was there. It was more <laughs> destiny. More exotics. Yeah. More exotics. Yep. Some yep. cool exotics too. Oh yes. man, some of the best exotics I've I've played with. Well, that's for I don't sure. know about that. That's where I think we got Sky Birders Oath, and that's not great. Oh. Um, but that said, <laughs> uh, ex- Escalation Protocol was so cool. It was like, such a cool idea. It was idea. the coolest. I still like doing it. I, yeah. And by like, I mean, I just do it automatically. <laughs> I show up on Mars to just get a bounty and someone's doing it already. And I'm like, eh, well, I'm here. And then I spend four hours fucking Escalation Protocol. Yeah, why not? Blueberries don't know what they're doing and yeah. I have to help them. You gotta help them out. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Mars was, uh, Mars was really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying not to, but I'm just like trying to imagine who like sits in a boardroom going, you know what was a really good idea? (laughs) 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 The fucking season pass from fucking L.A. Noir. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad she liked that one so much. Yeah. It's the uh, time time travel getting to it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get that. I yeah, get it that. makes you get delirious every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I get uh, kind of like spitty crying. uppy. A bit. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, Destiny 2, uh, Warmind. It had the best soundtrack, too. It was a really like, good soundtrack. Really good sound effects, too. Yes. Holy shit, dude. Like, to this day, it's my favorite. Like, Forsaken is great. I'll get to that, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. But, yeah. like... And, like, Taking King was great. Shout out to Regicide being, like, the best. Um, but, like, the fucking menu on Destiny, just, like, loading him, like, <laughs> like, perfect. <laughs> yes. I love it. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Very anyway. inception. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Uh, I, I agree. All the sound effects, all the designs for the weapons are really cool. Yeah. Warm mind. So, uh, Leonard, we're going to go for you number four. What was your number four best game of the past ten years? I feel like I want to give Katie a little break so she can laugh her ass no, off. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. We we can we can soldier on through. I'll turn the mic away. It's not gonna help much. <laughs> oh no, it's not. No. All right. So um, I actually did a lot of thinking for number four because um, there was actually a lot of things that were gonna be number three and number two. But then, as I thought about it, I was like, you know what? I might as well put a whole series in there. Okay. Because there's remasters, and even though they came out, obviously, before 2010 and 20. Right. I was like, you know what? I'll still put it in there. Okay. Um, definitely has to be The Legends of the series. Okay. Um, now, if you want to ask for a specific game, Breath of the Wild. No problems there. And... I was going to put that as, like, my last one. Yeah. But then I was like, ooh, Papa and Yo was actually pretty good. Well, I could probably switch it, but either or. Sure. Um, Breath of the Wild was a really good game starting off. Yeah. And the expansion, which actually what I did recently was I took time to actually delete my game. Yeah. <laughs> redo it and actually did it with the uh, DLC. DLC. And I did yeah. it in order. Now, of course, I'm still doing the Master Sword Trials. Okay. Oh my god, that is difficult. Um, right. right. <laughs> but um, it was a good game. It really was. Like the story leading up to near the ending, of course, the ending being terrible. Mm-hmm. But I put it as number four because, of course, 
the second Breath of the Wild, I'm just going to call it Breath of the Wild 2, um, hasn't come out yet. Right. And it's supposed to make things a lot better. And no, I mean, I, it. I, I hated the ending of Breath of the Wild 2, but that does not mean that the journey to get to that ending wasn't yeah. breathtaking. Yay. Um, no, it was quite a good game uh, from beginning to end, um, except for the past five or last five minutes where it yeah. took me three, three hits, three hits to kill Ganon. <clears throat> but every other point on that game was, was astounding. Mm-hmm. And especially because it fit on a Switch. What the it fuck? It did, and it, it was It fit beautiful. on a Switch. I was blown away. Anyway, we are going to go to number three. Number three for me. No surprises here. Red Dead Redemption 2. Wow, Thank number you, three. Uh, flip those two. Nope. You want to reread Red Dead Redemption 2 was oh, so good. It was so goddamn good. It was, it was only a, as good as God of War, <laughs> though. For you son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> it is a beautiful game. It might be difficult to learn, but once you do learn it, oh my god, all the mechanics fit together like a beautiful puzzle piece that was meant to be. And it's it's a whole thing, and it's great, and I love it. And the story, the story is such a good story. He had a plan. <laughs> he had a plan. Tahiti. <laughs> <laughs> he had a goddamn Damn plan. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, I, I love it, guys. I don't know about you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Kent. Uh, well, we're I... doing you again. So, uh, no. My number three is Red Dead Redemption 2 as well. Actually. Hey, look at that. Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, you already said a bunch, but I'll just reiterate. Um, any game that makes me like the main character and feel for the main character, um, yeah, it's going to be yeah. top. Yeah, you know? for sure. That's just what I want. Yeah. Either if a game, like my two things, let me be the character and let me do what I want and let me personalize my character mm-hmm. or give me a, an existing character that I will like. Yeah. And then there you go. That's all you need to do. Yeah. It's, um, it's literally the difference of why I love the main character in Skyrim and why I love the main character in Witcher. Yeah. Like, Witcher has Geralt and Skyrim has my dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah. get what you mean. Oh, man. Just uh, graphics are beautiful, mm-hmm. but uh, it could look like shit. I don't care. But it yeah. played great. It sounded great. It was huge. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, just those scenes of like running through and listening to those choice few songs mm-hmm. and specific mm-hmm. points in time in the story that I won't spoil. Right. Uh, I was just like, wow, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. That's some good stuff that's right there. Good stuff. It's just like uh, his um, Pearson's uh, stew. Nice yeah. and meaty nice and, and delicious. Meaty. It's a meaty stew. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. All right, Leonard, we're actually going to go for you next. Whoa. I know, right? Mind What's your number blown. three, man? Um, this is another hard one for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, so kind of going off kind of what Dan said, but it's kind of like what I thought about beforehand too, because mobile gaming really came out this decade. Like yeah. it really yeah, it changed. skyrocketed. It changed. And I'd say before that it came from Facebook and moms. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fucking Farmville. Farmville. Yeah. Oh, oh. Cow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this friend needs your help for the, I don't care, Susan. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want to play the game. Yeah. Um, but definitely a game that, so my first, uh, first choice of it was actually going to be Dokkan Battle for Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Because that game, I really got into. It was one of my favorite games for the longest time. 
then a new challenger approached. Oh. And it was of the Dragon Ball essence. And it had a much better story, in my opinion, which is getting more and more included into it. Cool. And that is Dragon Ball Legends. Okay. Dragon Ball Legends is my number three. Yes, it is not perfect. There's a lot of issues still, but it's still really good. Um, They just actually recently added um, co-op PvP. Nice. And for a phone game, like, where you play real-time with both of them and attacking a raid boss, that's amazing. Yeah. Especially for, like, how Dragon Ball Legends looks. Mind-blowing to me. But the story itself is really good. The game, uh, the PvP uh, access to it was terrible at first, but then got a lot better over time. Cool. And um, they are learning a lot from Dokkan Battle as well. Good. But in my opinion, that will be my number three. There you go. I like it. I like it. Another mobile game hits it. I like it. Dan, you're next. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) So uh, I kind of had another issue with this one. Um, Originally, I was going to talk about roguelikes. Yeah. And like the origins of that and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all that started with Rogue Legacy or FTL. Yeah. But oh, FTL so good. Exactly, they're mm-hmm. great games. But honestly, I think more interestingly, um, Battlefront Two. Wow, <laughs> this was kind of an audible because uh, <laughs> it was actually going to be my worst game, uh, simply because of what it did to the industry. Um, okay, it was basically the point where <laughs> the industry kind of hit a critical mass for um, downloadable content. Uh huh. It did transactions and. Its existence and what it did, what it represented, what it represented, and the the causality of it, yeah, um, has changed the ability for the industry to abuse right. the market, right? Um, not just on like a player level, but within legal areas, and that ramification, I think, made things serious. It was certainly a tipping point, that's yeah, for sure. And so, I honestly think that is a more important uh launch okay then i think anyone can give it credit for no i get it no i get i i I get it on top of that um just to give some positive spin on this Mm -hmm. it was a beautiful star wars game no i'm not this isn't talking about the quality of the product this is talking about what the game did and what happened because of this game's release okay okay my game list isn't like these are the best these are the worst right but more as these are the things that have come from okay all right Fun. Katie, we're on to you. Number three. Hmm. Hold on. What? I have to make sure it's in order. Okay. (laughs) It's all Destiny stuff. (laughs) Keep going. Destiny one. Oh, wow. Shocker. (laughs) Change the landscape. Okay. How can this not be number one, though? It was like. No, because I know what number one is, and it's it's a shocker. It's just real shocker. Shut up. (laughs) Anyway, Destiny 1 changed the landscape of FPS MMO lights. Okay. We would not have Fortnite, probably, without Destiny. We certainly wouldn't have Apex without uh, Destiny. I mean. We've already proven that without Destiny, a game like Anthem is not going to succeed. That. That is so true. So when is you true. ignore Destiny, when you try to pretend it doesn't exist, and you try to do your own thing. It ignores mm-hmm. everything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was a huge step for Bungie. Yes. A yes. leap of faith that 
oh man, no, no one, one else would have made. Work. No yeah. one else would have made yeah. that. And there's well, the investment. No one, no other company or studio would have gotten five hundred billion dollars in marketing. Yeah, yeah. In, in just marketing. Yeah. But Bungie did because of Halo. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. But I mean, I I would say that like Destiny has withstood the test of time in Certainly. terms of like. Um, like it stumbles its failures because it certainly was never a perfect game and I will to this day maintain that it's not my absolute favorite but like I still think back fondly to when I did sign on and like heard Peter Dinklage for the first time and then later fucking Nolan North um, <laughs> he's not a bad guy I'm just tired of him yeah um, but uh, yeah I don't I don't know what else to say. I really liked no. it, and it's my number three, and you can eat my dick. <laughs> cool. All right. <laughs> so we're moving on to number two, and everyone's going to be real surprised on my last two, I'm sure. But my number two is Skyrim. Mm. I yeah. saw your number one. Jesus no, Christ. No, it's not my number oh, one. I, feel like I, I know, know what your number, number one, one is. is. Yeah, yeah, everybody knows what my number one is, but that's fine, because Skyrim changed RPGs forever. Without Skyrim, The Witcher would not have existed. Is the Witcher your Without Skyrim, one? Breath of the Wild would not that have existed. That is true. There is so many games Joke's that without you, Skyrim... I don't like either of them. <laughs> that without Skyrim... Okay, Untitled Goose Game. They would not exist. Okay, Untitled Goose Game would exist without Skyrim. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we There's will a, never there know. There are other options. Would there be in America? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, Ken. Um, my point is, like, yeah, it has its flaws as every Bethesda game does. It has its sort of weak main quest, as every Bethesda game does. But what it lacks in those, it 100% makes up for in a world that you can literally get lost in. And I did super hardcore get lost in that world. Uh, It made me fall in love tenfold with Oblivion, a game that I had already finished. Uh, It made me go back and play it again. Uh, I got into modding on PC because of it. I got into uh, wanting to try and maybe voice act because of it. Like, there was a thousand things that this game did for me. Uh, and it, Was it because it was so bad? You're like, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> I can do kind this, of. but better. Right? Kind of, kind of. Um, no, it's because of a mod. But anyway, uh, I it's Skyrim. Like... It's kind of, it changed things. And granted, the combat sucked. But, oh man. And the voice work. And the voice work and, and the graphics. And, and the hey, thing. all right. In 2011, that thing was fucking amazing. It was yeah. gorgeous, groundbreaking, and in PS3. In 2011, it was. This is what we're talking about, Dan. Oh, yeah. This is what we're talking about. <laughs> in the past 10 years of games. Let's not forget yeah. the one thing that we always bring up. Mm-hmm. Is the meme that came from it? Oh yeah, the so two many memes. memes. So many memes. The two memes I would say. Yeah. The top one. Well, second would be that I took an arrow to the to knee, the knee. and then the first the one is literally a Twitch streamer saying, "Hey, look, there's some secret thing in a uh, in Halo where if you go through this waterfall and it shows the intro, the to intro to Skyrim. Yeah, the intro meme is is the best. So uh, we're gonna move on, Katie. We're gonna do you. What's number two? Destiny 1 DLC I'm betting right now okay listen (laughs) Destiny 2 would be my number 2 okay (laughs) oh wow it's my number 2 alright yeah no I get it vanilla like I remember having my doubts because I hadn't really played Destiny since Taken King Mm because Rise of Iron was just kind of okay neat I guess SIVA cool sure whatever sure um 
But Destiny 2 Vanilla was like, oh, okay. So, like, they're going to start off with a story. That's new. Yeah. Um, the double primary system I didn't hate. It was weird having shotguns and heavy. But otherwise, everything was fine. Sure. I enjoyed it. I sank a lot of hours into Destiny 2. Um, You're still sinking Vanilla. hours into Destiny of 2. Of course I am. <laughs> um, I don't know. It got me more social, too. Yeah. Like, people. Like, I wouldn't have met so many people in yeah. general. You exploded Destiny. on Twitter because of this game. Oh yeah, I really exploded. I mean Yeah, my you claim kind to of fame exploded on Twitter. <laughs> my claim to fame is daily threatening to uh murder a bungee employee. So Yeah, you know, that's true. It's fine. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and okay. being tormented by All right. No, I get so. it. Destiny two, uh I I didn't really click with Destiny One. It just wasn't my game. But for some reason Destiny Two, I started playing it and Fell in love. I played that game for an uh, entire year straight through. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. did. I for did. one year. Yeah, it was great. One year. And then, and then went, went to Apex. And then went to Apex. And went to Apex and hasn't played with me since. But it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Dan, you're number two. Go oh, for it. I'm up. Hmm. Yeah, come on. On your toes. Yeah. On your toes, people. All right. So my number two is going to be H1Z1 or DayZ, depending on how you want to look at it. I will look at it as DayZ. Because, well, it... Yes, and no. <laughs> okay. But yes, uh, for kickstarting... I will look at it as Arma. Role. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Which actually I have in Arma in parentheses in this. Right, okay, um, yeah. And um, Hunger Games, Minecraft Hunger Games. <laughs> well, no, then, I mean, we're going back in time. We're talking about Battle Royale, the Japanese movie. But anyways. <laughs> so, Which was actually not in... Two, it yeah, was yeah, it was before in 2000. Two, it was in 2000, so we can't, yeah, yeah. can't even talk about that exactly. one. Exactly. But yeah. anyways, uh, kicking, kickstarting off a new genre of video games. Um, Super did. something that we can't underappreciate. Um, you know, at this length in time of... of like um, how far we are along in the gaming life cycle of things. Yeah. The idea that we can still discover new gameplay types. It's intense. Yeah, like it, it's, it, it's yeah. astounding to me. Whether it's something you play or you don't play, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just it's to appreciate that there are new concepts still being discovered, and that's part of why I wanted to uh, keep the roguelike on my right. list originally. Right. But I think it kind of overlaps better with this. Yeah. That Battle Royals are a lot are you, more. Are you sure it doesn't uh, overlap with better with uh, Strand games? Because Strand games. I was just gonna are, say you uh, really tried to make a new. You know, <laughs> oh god, it's it's a Strand genre. What the fuck? <laughs> what does that mean? Okay, so Battle Royale. Now I get. I hundred percent agree. I would say that uh, Arma and H one Z one and. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Daisy. Daisy. Thank you. Uh, they sort of started it. Uh, PUBG did it better than Fortnite. Yeah, so PUBG destroyed it. to me was the popularity of it. So yeah. these are the origins for it. These are the Skyrims. Yeah, exactly. And then you know, oh, I'll, I'll take that comparison, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that to uh, the bank. The Witcher is you know the PUBG, whatever. It's the right. one that made it good. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, oh. all right. <laughs> <laughs> PUBG wasn't that good, but okay, I see yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, totally agree. Yeah. yeah, battle royales uh, change the industry in more ways than people even yeah, give credit forward, for. Moving forward, we're at yeah. a new landscape. So yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, Kent, you're up. Uh, well, this one's pretty obvious. Uh, Battlefront Two is my number two, um, just because. Uh, yeah, issues at launch. I actually stopped playing that for like two months just because uh, half peer pressure. And half just like, I just don't want to deal with this. This is too much for me right now. I'm just not going to do it. Um, And I jumped back in and then um, 
man, over a thousand hours, um, platinum the game and everything. Um, Jesus, man, that game is a journey. Like if you even a little bit like Star Wars, check it out. There's something for everybody. Um, Super duper is. Yeah, I mean, man, that game, I've met people that are, (laughs) met angry people in that game, people sending hate messages. I've hate, uh, I mean, I've met friends on that game. I've met um, people online that just talk about it. I found communities. It's just a really, uh, I mean, it's like akin with uh, Katie and Destiny. Um, it's kind of that game where it's like, okay, I've never it's, been part of like an online social on top of. Yeah, I've never been itself. like an online community thing, right. but yeah, I mean that worked. Um, it's just a fun game, something I can lose tons of hours into it. Uh, whether it now be PVE, PVP, yeah. and I I don't like PVP, but I'll do PVP in that game. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's just something about it. I mean, you charm. are the best in the world, so it's kind of hard right. not to do pvp that's true yeah. i gotta keep up the image so yeah that's true uh, but yeah i mean uh it's just a game that i stuck with uh talking to developers and uh just you know seeing them stick with it after yeah. all these years after everyone's like oh you know this game sucks after this how much the hate worst. that got the developers stuck with it and made it something amazing yeah and you know they're still listening they're still doing stuff and mm-hmm. um they're just as much fans of star wars that uh as the fans and it's yeah. just cool to see and like you'll just see uh the community members just on sith post saturdays where they just send memes on the subreddit the you know the developers are sending their own stuff or commenting and stuff it's just cool to see that's so. cool yeah yeah and really good campaign yeah. i enjoyed it yeah. yeah i enjoyed it leonard number two number two have three games son of a bitch <laughs> that's cheating no go ahead <laughs> um yeah, this one really was hard. Mm. <laughs> My number one was easy, but <laughs> yeah, same here. number two was uh, kind of difficult because there were three games I thought about that really changed it for me. Mm. Um, so definitely, uh, I'll say the first one of number two was uh, Dragon Ball Z Universe 2. Okay. Dragon Ball Z Universe 2 actually changed the game for me because when I heard, because I was just sort of getting into Dragon Ball. And I heard about Dragon Ball Z Universe. I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, like, you can make your own character in the Dragon Ball Universe. But then um, one of my friends was like, hey, they're going to be releasing two. Don't play one. Two is a lot better. They're going to be better. And I'm like, okay, I'll wait. And when I got it, oh, man. (laughs) It was, (laughs) I put definitely more than 200 to 300 hours into that. And nice. that was like maybe my first three weeks. Nice. And I enjoyed it. And my friend and I, like, we, we didn't get bored because we literally, at that point, we were already playing Naruto, but okay. we went to Dragon Ball. He's like, yeah, like, go ahead and play. Plus, I was watching Super at the same time. Nice. So that nice. kind of helped. Yeah. Perfect um, yeah. timing. Then uh, my next one for that, my first fighting game that I really enjoyed uh, was actually Mortal Kombat, but. Again, that really got me into fighting games. Was Dragon Ball Fighters? There you go. Uh, the story, meh, yeah. it'd be a lot better. But the fighting is fun. It actually yeah. makes you feel rewarding of what you do. It's big like, and pretty and very anime. And exactly. It's, it's very deep as far as fighting games yeah. go. It's literally one of the better like two D fighters for sure. Well, esports style. Esports. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. It's okay. like it's definitely because I I remember like I was never really interested in seeing like com- like competitions for mm-hmm. like Mortal Kombat and things, but when I heard about fighters, I was like, yeah, I gotta watch this because it, it's very cinematic. 
Exactly, yeah, and yeah. especially if you get those le- uh, not legendary finishes, but um, those dramatic finishes, mm-hmm. like it is, it feels so much better when you yeah. win. You're like, this is rewarding. Yeah. Um, but then my other game was actually Pokemon Sword and Shield. Okay. Because uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield is amazing. It's is a, a really good Pokemon game, and anyone who says that it's not is wrong because we came from wrong. Pokemon Coliseum and XD Gale of Darkness. I just want Cubone, okay? Come on, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll come soon. Yeah, he'll come soon. <laughs> All right, so we are on number one. This is the best game in the past 10 years, and no one can dispute my number one because it is so very good. Toe Jam and Earl, the remake. I'm kidding. It's Last of Us. <laughs> Last of Us oh. <laughs> got number one because, of course, it did. It made me cry. It made me reconsider what games can do as storytelling mediums. It has some of the best performances in video games. On top of it, it's a pretty good shooter and a pretty good survival game and uh, probably the best zombie game uh, that I can think of. And they aren't even zombies. And they aren't even zombies. Suck it, zombie games. (laughs) (laughs) It did the zombie idea better than anybody else. Uh, Last of Us. That's true. Uh, I also played the online a little bit. I hear the online is is really really good. I liked it. That game um, is like pure heart palpitations. Yeah. In all multiplayer, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I yeah. Love their multiplayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. It's so it like is so good. It, it like one of the better, <laughs> if not one of the best, multiplayers on consoles. Right. It right. makes your heart just when you're the last one alive, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, like if if this was a top five list of uh, game stories, this would still be number one for me. Uh, if this was the la- uh, a top five of um, just uh, I guess shooting mechanics and game feel, it would be on the top five list. Um, one of the only other games that I would feel that deserves to be on the story list for me would be Bioshock Infinite or Bioshock the Original. But this one is number one on so many of my lists, it's not even funny. So we're going to continue with Kent. Kent, number one game of the past ten years. Time Splitters wasn't released in the No, last it wasn't. Uh-uh. <laughs> Nor was it remastered. No, ah! it was not. Um, so it's not on that list. Ah. And um, my number one is actually something that probably you guys wouldn't guess, hopefully. I think I've talked about it like once. And I was at work. Um, Sleeping Dogs is my number one wow. game of the decade. Wow. Okay. And I have I a lot of reasons. Yeah, I have a lot of reasons for that. Uh, yeah, you may think, oh, like GTA clone, just kind of what it looks like. I mean, San Andreas clone or uh, um, Yakuza clone, Saints Row clone. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, you kind of peel into it a little bit more, and then you see what it is, and. Man, that's a that's a deep game. Uh, not just like gameplay mechanics. Fighting was really fun. Just uh, going to like going back to like GTA and it's just like the arbitrary. Oh, you press R two and like instantly kills them. It's trash. The far- fighting game in this is so fun. This is like one of the first few open world games I've seen that like you can throw somebody into the environment and they'll. Oh man, like There's shoving their a face. Jackie Chan game on the PlayStation One that you can do stuff like that. Yeah, Just but this is like... It was a Jet Li game on the PlayStation 2 that <laughs> oh, you do yeah. stuff with. Oh, God. <laughs> Once your boomer moment is over, I'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, that's fair. Um, <laughs> but uh, just the story, man, uh, especially seeing, uh, you know, Hong Kong 
represented into almost like a, you know, like a tourist right. attraction. It was almost a one-to-one. Yeah, it's it such a great environment. Yeah. Um, and seeing like a Chinese-American uh, main character, it's uh, just like, you know, it's different. crazy. Yeah, right. it's different. The story really hit it um, just like you're playing two sides there. It's almost, um, I won't go into spoilers, but it's just something you wouldn't really guess in seeing the name of like Sleeping Dogs. It's just like something that's really deep. The story grabs you. Um, the ending was powerful, pretty sad, um, but the soundtrack's amazing. It's one of those games you can just go at night and listen to the soundtrack and uh, it just bleeds atmosphere and it's has like a tragic story about the developers afterwards and everything uh, probably won't ever see another Sleeping Dogs, but uh, it's just one of those games that it doesn't need a series. It just kind of sits there on its own, and it's one of those very underrated so uh, gems. Would you say it's a sleeper? Your number what, one what is, is being skipped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know that that game's great. If you haven't I gotta, played I gotta it, I gotta try this out. I mean, um, yeah. It's on PS4 for like the definitive edition. And it was free for a little while too for PS Plus, I think. Hmm. I think so, actually. Yeah. yeah it's a great game. Uh, yeah. If you like story in games, uh, this one's different. This one isn't set in like a fictitious world or like a, uh, you know, older time like the Wild West. This is something right. that could happen today. And it's something that, uh, you know, it's almost like a culture shock just because. Grounded. Yeah, it's grounded, yeah. and it's grounded in a country that we're not in, so the way things work are a little bit different. Cool. All right. Good to know. Something to try out. Leonard, you're next. Number one game of the past 10 years. All right. Well, <clears throat> as I said earlier, that this was the easiest one. Sure. Um, let me ask you guys. Are you, do you guys consider yourself mobile gamers? No. No. Um, no. I usually sit when I play. Well, um, I definitely suggest the game for you guys, and it's Raid Shadow Legends. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> um, uh, let, let's not joke too much. Hey, you want to <laughs> let's not joke. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not. I mean, they know they become a meme. Let's not. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but my number one, uh, definitely Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Agreed. Very, Already. very shot. Very shock, uh, very out of the blue, but okay, yeah, okay. because this is what I've been waiting for. I literally said to myself when I was little, seeing all these Dragon Ball Z games, I'm like, if they didn't open <laughs> world, <laughs> if they did an open world, that was me. That was me. That was me. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> it was just me. He's yeah, excited for Kakarot. Yeah, super excited for Kakarot. Um, but yeah, like an open world Dragon Ball Z game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> like it's, everyone, it's the perfect idea. Everyone has been asking. Now, of course, it's not technically open world. It's very close open to it. area. Yeah, it's an open area, but it's not open world. But everyone loves it. And I haven't seen anything that I dislike about it yet. Good. I think a lot of people that were like, oh, it's not the RPG I was expecting. is like, well, what did you it kind of is. <laughs> like... It isn't because, like, you're not familiar with RP. This is an RPG, like, from when I was a kid. These were how RPGs were. You had a set yeah. character who had specific abilities that, yeah, you could filter through, but their abilities are pretty much set. Um, you have an open area that you can explore, but, yeah, no, you can't just Red Dead Redemption to it and just yeah. Yeah. fly for 20 minutes and then reach your destination. That's not fun. 
Like, sure. or at least for most markets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get um, it. <laughs> but, like, it's more like an old school RPG, and that's that's very much in line with how Japan tends to play RPGs. And yeah, this yeah. was made primarily for a Japanese audience and a Western audience second. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's for sure. Uh, awesome. So, Katie, you're number one. Destiny 2 Forsaken. I don't know why I'm surprised. I mean... Rebooted Destiny 2 in a way that it really needed. Because I like Destiny 2 vanilla. I did. I really did. That was my number two. But I can see the need for that reboot. I can see that need for revitalizing interest in you know the the game itself and then in doing so they killed off their main cash cow Cade yeah and you know obviously Nathan Fillion had already checked out whatever um but like they killed basically the face of their game Cade for so long was like oh he's from Destiny like cool yeah whatever like he was the quirky uh the Tony and Nathan Fillion was tied to him so yeah and Nathan Fillion was tied to him but by killing him it was like putting faith in their own franchise to say like we know our fans will stick around and we know new people come in, we'll probably stick around. Yeah. Because it introduced so many really cool elements, not just gameplay-wise, but also, like, story-wise with the Awoken and, like, just lore in general, like, mm-hmm. really deepening all those connections and making me personally feel a little more tied to the world. Yeah. So. I get it. Yep. Destiny 2 Forsaken is my number one game of the decade. <laughs> So what you're saying was that Destiny and Destiny 2 was your number one and Zero two five. games. Yes. Uh, okay. Yep. All right. Just, just. Do you know why? Why? Because Thief came out in 2005. That was the last Thief game that I played. And Knights of the Public came out in 2003. So because this is not <laughs> ultimate game top five list or whatever, I don't have any other number two or five games, okay? <laughs> I thought you would say Xenoverse. That's that's fair enough. That's fair no, enough. No, but I did sink 100 hours into Xenoverse too, which oh, well, I fair. discovered. There you go. That's, that's a long time. Dan, you're going to end our show. So oh. yours better be the best number one. On the internet. On the internet. Oh, easily. Go for it. Uh, Doom 3 BFG edition. What the fuck? That is the strangest. Okay. All right. Oh, shit. He needs a moment. I have a headache now. (laughs) Tell me, Dan, why is the worst Doom ever made on your list? Um, So if anybody remembers who uh, John Carmack is. I do remember who John Carmack is. Um, Ponytail. Yeah. So the history of... (laughs) That's what he's known for. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess even starting different, do you know who Lucky Palmer is? Or Palmer Lucky, sorry. Rings a bell. He is the 18-year-old kid who developed the Oculus Rift in his garage. Right. Um, If you remember the history of the BFG edition, it was actually brought to the forefront by John Carmack through a forum that uh, Palmer was a part of. Okay. And the reason why VR is now is because an 18-year-old was picked up by John Carmack off of this little tech thing that he had messed with. So the development of the industry, the fact that kids nowadays can still produce something that can change the industry, 
Granted, it being a VR thing, it's not exactly the cheapest market to do it. But the fact that anyone can still do something and create something that is life-changing for everybody and get the attention of legends of the industry, you know, does connect everybody. And this is one of those things of uh, proving that point. Doom 3, BFG Edition, was actually the first VR game to support the Oculus Rift a well-known industry game literally got tied to this little invention that was made in the garage of some kid so to me it is so you put it on this list because the triple a game reached all the way down into the indie development scene so far down to the garage of a hardware developer yeah okay and brought it and brought it to the forefront wow be sold for multiple millions of dollars to facebook christ you uh yeah that's how ideas are made you tied that into a nice little bow dan and i appreciate the effort that that took yeah last of us is the right answer all of you got it wrong we are going to be ending the podcast (laughs) wait 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 wait, wait. i got one thing what's up um if Last of Us is the right answer for the best game, then Apex is the right answer for the for worst, worst game. <laughs> That's you have to you have to you have to swallow that. that pill. Totally fine. All right, Last all right, of Us then. is right. All of you are wrong except for me. <laughs> if I could make a list of just games I liked, yeah, 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 which yeah. was sort of the homework assignment, which is why you got a failing grade. Ooh. <clears throat> but Ooh. <laughs> <Dope> shit. <laughs> So you're not even enrolled in the class. Exactly. <laughs> Let me go I'm here. Just auditing the class. <laughs> so that is where we're going to end the podcast, and it is a big week for Silver Tongue. Not only does Midnight in the Bay celebrate its 111th episode, excuse me, 111th episode, um, but uh, Dazed and Disturbed comes out this Thursday. So if you're listening to this on the week that uh, we posted it, uh, check your feed on Thursday uh, or SilverTongueAudio.org for the brand new show with host Danny Dulles Monstros uh, talking about weird shit. In this episode, he talks about Cicada 3301. If you don't know what that is, don't worry. You can download the podcast and listen and find out what all of that shit is. Thanks everyone around me for coming in uh, during this time stream. I know it's sort of a pain in the ass and we went uh, super duper long on this episode, but that is sort of the nature of the beast when you're doing a top 10 list or a top 5 list even. So, as I always say at the end of uh, every podcast episode, um, I'm going to check my notes on my... Uh, oh, until next game, everyone, until next game. I'm going back to my period. <laughs> or I'm going to the time machine now. Yeah, yeah. No, time is weird. Silver Tongue.